Welcome to the Small Business Unleashed show, where you'll get straightforward advice on how to start and grow a small business in today's economy. I'm your host, Michael Alos. Not only am I an advocate for small businesses, but I'm also the founder of True Demand, a marketing consultancy where we teach small business owners to create simple and effective marketing systems so they can enjoy work-life balance and avoid burnout. This show is for you if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, or even a solopreneur. And because I want to make sure I'm discussing the topics that you want to hear about that are on top of your mind, I encourage you to text me anytime at 267-712-9895 and send me your questions or topics that you would like to hear me talk about or bring guests on. Again, that number is 267 712-9895 and we'll be sure to get to your question and address it right there on the show. Now today's show what we're going to talk about is a little why do small businesses fail? Now I'm sure everyone uh, listening has probably heard some statistics either online or through the Small Business Association or their local chamber of commerce or things like that but some of the numbers that are thrown around are about half half of small businesses fail within five years. And by year 10, only 33% of those that were started survive. 50%, 33%, not good numbers, not numbers I want to hear. Now, with COVID, coronavirus, mask mandate, vaccine mandates, it's even uh, tougher for business, small businesses to survive nowadays than it's ever been. So I'm sure that 50% and that 10%, those numbers will change. And also the numbers about how many people are starting a business are going to change. But let's drill into why small businesses fail in the first place. Now, one reason why small businesses fail is the business owner goes in the business for the wrong reason. Now, the wrong reason could be pretty much any reason, right? Maybe you, some families you grow up, uh, your father was a dentist, so you go to school to become a dentist where you don't really have that passion and you go into dentistry, you start your own practice or you take over your father's practice and you just don't have the love or the passion for it, so it fails. Or maybe you jumped into business because you're like, hey, I can do this trade, let me go out my own so I can be my own boss and I can do this trade myself. Why should I make half of the money and have the business owner make the other half when I can go do it and make 100% of the money for me. There's a lot of reasons that people jump into starting a business and it all varies for all of us. But the one thing to note is regardless of why you go into a small business, you have to make sure it's for the right reason. You have to have a passion and love for whatever it is you do. And it's more so, it's more important than if it having passion and love when you start a business than if you were going to have a job in that business. Because if, if you start a small business and you don't have passion for what you're doing, like you have to live and breathe your business. You have to do sales. You have to generate new leads. You have to convert those leads into customers. You have to hire. You have to deliver the work. You have to do the books, the accounting. You have to do it all. You have to listen to the customer complaints. If you don't have a love or a passion for what you do and for going into business, it's a recipe to fail. And also, you have to be someone that understands that fail, you know, what failure is. 
right? You, you, when you go into business, and even whether you've been in business for 10 days or 10 years, you're gonna have setbacks. You're gonna have changes in the market. You're gonna have marketing campaigns that fail. You're gonna have your best employee just quit and leave you. Those types of things are gonna happen. So you have to understand and have that little bit of a thick skin and, and just know there's gonna be mistakes, there's gonna be setbacks, and you're just gonna have to keep going. And look, being a small business owner, an entrepreneur, if you're someone out there who's doing this on your own, it can be lonely at times, right? You can be out there and, and no one in your family gets you. No one in your family has ever started a business or has a passion to do a business. And you're out there just doing your thing. You're all alone. And um, that's a tough road sometimes. It's tough to, for people to understand why you have to work this weekend or maybe why you can't do Thanksgiving dinner. So it's really important that you can be independent, take charge, be motivated, and don't let failures get in your way. So <clears throat> another reason why business, maybe we'll call this reason number two, is a lack of research on the market and your product and service. Look, regardless of what it is you sell, whether it's a service, whether it's a product, there needs to be people who are interested in buying it. And you also have to get your product and service in front of that those that audience, those people that are interested in buying it. So if you just say, hey, I'm gonna start a small business and it's an oversaturated market, or you're selling a widget or, or a gadget that no one's ever heard of or no one's ever thought they need, that's gonna be tough. It's gonna take a lot of money to market something that no one's ever seen before. And if you're in a market where there just isn't that many, the audience isn't that big, the cut, the potential customer base isn't that big, it's also gonna be hard. I'm, I don't fish, but I understand the concept of fishing. So if I have a big pond with a few fish in it, and I throw my line in the water along with a hundred other people, it's gonna be tough to catch that fish, right? Because a hundred of us are competing for a few fish in this pond. However, if I have a, even if I have a, a big pond with a lot of fish, then my chances improve a little bit more. However, if I have, regardless of what size pond it is, if I have bait that sets me apart from all the other people fishing, now that's a different ball game. But that comes a little bit into marketing, which we'll touch on in a little bit. But one thing you need to understand is the size of your market, right? Is there a market for what you sell? And there's ways that you can test a market before going into it. There's ways to, there's strategies that I teach clients where you can test, test a market, especially if you're doing something online, you can test a market before you actually invest in an e-commerce site. And there's ways to do it for retail too. Say you want to open a pizza place, a car wash, things of that nature. There are ways to test the market before you ever go to the bank to get financing, before you actually put together a full business plan. There's lots of reasons, lots of ways that you can test to see if the market's there and if the market's ready to buy and interested. Another reason that businesses fail is, look, poor management. This happens in businesses big or small, like, management failures happen all the time. Just because you're good at a skill or good at a trade doesn't mean you can manage people, doesn't mean you can manage your staff, doesn't mean you can manage the work. We see this a lot in sales. You take, for example, your company where you have a salesperson and this salesperson 
has knocked it out of the park every quarter, year after year, and you decide, right, the business decides now it's time to promote this person to a sales manager or sales leadership or vice president of sales. However, this person's whole career, they've been an individual contributor. And just because that person can actually sell successfully doesn't mean they can teach people to sell or manage people who are selling. So you have to understand management is a very important trait to have if you're gonna go into business yourself. And again, it's not only management of people, but it's also management of the work. It's management of the customer, not letting the customer run all over you, defining the scope of the project and, and helping the customer and yourself stick to that scope. So there's a lot of things to, to manage, but luckily there's courses that can help you learn and improve your management skills, but it takes practice. It takes listening, right? And self-assessing and, and understanding how is what you're doing from a management standpoint impacting your employees, impacting your customers, and impacting your business. Now, another uh, pitfall or, or why businesses go under is capital, money. Look, sometimes I've had clients who, who have scraped together every dime they have from friends, family, what have you, savings, and they, they had just enough to, to rent the retail place, order the initial inventory, and turn on the lights and flip open the open sign. And that's it. They didn't have the money to market. They didn't have the, cat, the money to hire employees. They were expecting as soon as they turned on the open light or flipped the open sign over that people were just gonna rush in. And it doesn't happen that way. It takes time, whether you're brick and mortar, whether you're online, it takes time to build a following. It takes time to people for people to know you exist. It's it takes time for people to understand why they should do business with you. So you not only have to have enough in capital to, to start the business, right? The initial opening of the business, right? The initial building the website and launching, but you need to have enough money to operate and run for a specific period of time. Now that period of time changes depending on what type of business you're in, but you need to have enough capital to start and then you need to have enough operating funds to keep you going for a specific amount of time. And also, look, another reason businesses fail is, and this may sound kind of simple, but really it's lack of planning. And, and what does lack of planning mean? It means a variety of things, right? It means a business plan. It means a marketing plan. It means foreseeing any potential problems and having solutions to those potential problems. It's market research. It's just having a goal. It's having understanding what sort of team you're gonna need, need to start the business, need to then operationalize the business and need to scale the business. Looking at having a plan to, to, to constantly analyze you know, the market, but also analyze your competitors. What are they doing? Do they have new products? Are they using a new crust on their pizza? Are they offering a special, right? It's what, what, looking at 
your competition continuously to understand what they're doing, but also what's changing in the industry, right? So you, you need to have a plan for, for marketing, a business plan, define your goals. You need to understand your staffing. You need to look at any potential problems that might come up. You need to have a plan, a financial plan, right? How are you do your finances, your budgeting, your cash management, competitive analysis. You just need to look at everything overall. Another area that uh, another reason why businesses sometimes, small businesses sometimes fail is, look, we all want success, right? And we all want success tonight and, and we want it right away. But when you try to scale too fast, too quick, that's when you run into trouble. When you try to expand or scale before you're ready for it. And this kind of goes back to having a plan, right? It's in uh, having capital and having the management skills and having the market. Like maybe you've already hit your max that your local market can sustain, or, or maybe your cash flow coming in the door can only sustain your growth if you go up one or two notches, but then you need to have a plan of, okay, I have 10% profit margin. I can use that profit margin to scale. However, that's going to put me at zero profit margin. What do I do now? Do I need to go get another loan, another uh, set of financing? Like it's a delicate balance of knowing when to grow and when, and, and when to not try to grow. And again, with growing comes a whole nother set of challenges, right? So maybe with your expansion, with your scaling of your business, you're going to go from five employees to 10. That begs a whole nother set of management headaches that you can come up with. Can you manage 10 people? Probably not. Could you manage five? Yeah, you probably could. But when it comes to the 10 people, now you need to hire a manager, right? So that planning is even more important now. Your planning for growth is more important now than it was ever. A big reason businesses fail, right, is it, besides I would say lack of planning and insufficient capital is just marketing. Um, as I said, my agency, True Demand, we implement marketing systems and it's amazing how many uh, of our clients come to us where they don't necessarily have a marketing plan. To them, a marketing plan is we're gonna run some Facebook ads, we're gonna put some ads in, in our, our local business, our local Chamber of Commerce uh, website, we're gonna put some ads in our local newspaper, we're gonna run just, it's half-assed, right? It's not very thought out. And it just doesn't work that way. You, you need to understand marketing, right? You need to understand not only where sort of the fish are, what are the fish biting on, but you need a system in place so you can constantly pull up fish every time you go fishing. And what I mean by that is, let's say you're running, I don't know, Facebook ads, right? You need to understand the creative, you need to understand the targeting. You need to understand what to do, right? Once, if somebody sees your creative, sees your ad and they click on it, now you brought them to um, a landing page, right? You need to understand what that landing page is and, and what the goal of that landing page is to do, right? And is it to get a sale? Is it to get an opt-in to your email list? And that landing page and the ads start to build a funnel. And now in, our, in, in my demand marketing system, we talk about all this, right? We go through 12 weeks of how to build a marketing system that ends up running predictably 
week after week, day after day, month after month. So you can count on if you do X, this is how many leads a day you're going to get, give or take a percentage. So you just can't half-ass marketing. You can't say, I'm gonna run an ad here, and then, oh, it didn't work. Because how do you, how are you gonna measure that? I, I, I guess I'm you know, rambling a little here because marketing is such a big topic. It's not just about going to the free website builder like Wix and throw a, a website. It's about having a plan, right? It's about knowing what's the goal of your website. Who is that person that's gonna visit your website? We call that a persona or avatar. Who are these people visiting your site? When they visit your site, what are they looking for? Are they looking, what problems do they have? How is your website addressing it? And then what action do you want them to take? And then even before that, how do you get them to your website? It's, you can't just rely on word of mouth, right? You just can't go to Facebook and, and boost a post and, and think the doors are just gonna flood open with customers. It doesn't work that way. So having a marketing system, having a marketing plan is crucial. There are just a few reasons why businesses fail or maybe they don't fail but maybe they just don't grow the way they should maybe if if any of those topics that we went over you're experiencing right those are going to lead to burnout those are going to lead to frustration so that's it for today's show i appreciate you listening and look this show wouldn't be possible without you if you're feeling stuck or frustrated in your business Right, you can always visit truedemand.com. That's T R U D E M A N D.com. Click the button that says speak with a coach and schedule time to talk to me. And we'll jump on a call. We'll spend about 45 minutes discussing your business, your goals, and we'll come up together with a recommended plan of action for you. And look, don't forget, this show is 100% for you. It's for the small business owner, the entrepreneur, the solopreneur. So I want you to text me your questions or topics that you want to talk about. It's fair game. Whatever it is, I'll answer it on this show, the Small Business Unleashed show. So that text number is 267-712-9895. Again, that's 267 712 9895. This was Michael Alos, the host of the Small Business Unleashed Show. Until next time.